Royal Care Health System, Excellence in Healthcare, presents Weekly Dose of Wellness. Here's your host, Deborah Howell. And welcome to the show. I am Deborah Howell, and today we'll be talking about the flu and what we as parents need to know about it. Our guest today is Dr. Eric Morley, a pediatrician with Memorial Care Medical Group. Welcome, Dr. Morley. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Now, we have something in common in that both our dads were doctors. However, you actually followed in your dad's footsteps, and I clearly did not. (laughs) I did, yes. Well, you know, the flu is certainly one of the major reasons patients went to see both of our fathers, and it persists to this day. Dr. Morley, why is this particular flu season more aggressive than others? Yeah, there's a few reasons. Um, First of all, the, the current strain of flu, which is known as H3N2, uh, is genetically much more aggressive than uh, some of the previous strains. So that's that's number one. But, uh, you know, something else that's going on is there's a lack of people becoming immunized. And when not enough people get the flu vaccine, you start losing something called herd immunity. Um, and herd immunity is where enough of the population is vaccinated to prevent uh, the transmission of the the disease between people. So those two things, more aggressive illness and less people getting immunized are largely responsible for a more severe season. Got it. Now, is the flu shot effective? Uh, The flu shot um, is effective. Now, a lot of people have said, well, the flu shot's not that effective, and that's why I'm not um, getting it. The official number is that it's about 30% effective. Um, However, you have to kind of look at how that's defined. And when they're defining effectiveness, they're defining, they're saying for something to be effective, that means you don't get the disease at all. But the interesting thing is with the flu shot is that even if you end up getting the flu, if you've had the flu shot, uh, you'll have a uh, less severe uh, illness and for a shorter duration. So it is definitely effective. Okay, now the myth of all myths, uh, can you get the flu from the flu shot? No. It's uh, it's impossible to get the flu from the flu shot. The, the flu shot um, is a dead um, vaccine. Uh, so a lot of people may think that you can get the flu from the flu shot uh, for a few things. First of all, there are occasionally um, some small side effects uh, like soreness, headache, fever that you get as a result of the body ramping up against um, the flu shot, and that may be mistaken for the flu. And the other thing is that most people end up getting the flu shot during the the cold and flu season. So if they got the flu shot and then they happen to get a cold, you know, a day or two later, they may think, oh, well, that, that was the flu and I got that from the flu shot. Got it. Okay. So here's another thing that confuses people. What's the difference between a cold and the flu in children? Well, um, a cold is really kind of just a generic term for a typically a, a viral upper respiratory um, infection. And uh, when we say viral upper respiratory um, infection, there are, there are a lot of viruses uh, going around right now and for much of the year that can, that can cause them. Flu is only one of those viruses, and flu tends to be uh, much more severe in, and last for a longer period of time. So essentially, a cold and the flu are, are kind of the same thing, but the flu is a more severe version than most colds. Maybe you can walk us through the symptoms. Sure. Um, a lot of times, um, cold, both of them will have uh, cough, uh, runny nose, uh, fever. Um, flu tends to have more body aches. Some people have um, vomiting or, or diarrhea. 
but those 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 big um, upper respiratory symptoms, so cough and runny nose and fever, are the ones that oftentimes can, you can have in any sort of uh, viral infection, and so those are the ones that get uh, kind of mistaken for a cold versus the flu. Okay, and I've also heard, you know, over the years that you know flu brings the fever, and the cold, yeah, not so much. Um, the fever is going to tend to be um, more intense and last longer in the flu, but you can have a fever with either one. Okay, and um, when should you take your child to an urgent care or emergency room? You know, that really depends on the individual child and the age of the child. Um, less than three months of age, if they have any sort of fever or signs of respiratory distress, they definitely should be seen uh, right away. Um, older children, it really depends more on um, if they have any sort of chronic diseases or, you know, if they're at baseline, pretty pretty healthy. In that case, you know, if, if it's a normal child and they're... Um, they're at baseline pretty healthy, then I would, you know, be more if they have a high fever or uh, they're showing signs of dehydration. And the one the, thing to what keep are the in mind... Of, that, I was just going to interrupt you briefly to tell everybody sure. that's listening the signs of dehydration. Yeah. So one thing is just knowing how much they've, they've been drinking. So if they're drinking uh, significantly less than normal, that, that can be a, an indication they may be dehydrated. Uh, for, for a little bit younger kids, we look at, you know, how many wet diapers they've had a day if those have dr- dramatically decreased. Or for an older child, uh, you can look at, you know, how much they're urinating every day. Signs of, uh, you know, more significant dehydration, uh, their mucous membranes, uh, meaning like their lips or um, nose that those general areas will be looked dry, maybe even become chapped. Some children may uh, cry without tears. Um, these would all be signs and things to look for that your child may become becoming dehydrated. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. Uh, but the one thing I want to mention is, of all that being said, um, if you do think that your child has um, flu or you know that he or she has been exposed to someone with flu, one thing to keep in mind when deciding to bring them into an urgent care or an emergency room is that uh, the difference, one difference between flu and a common cold is that flu actually has a, a uh, med- medication you can get for it called Tamiflu. But that needs to be started uh, typically within 48 hours of the onset of symptoms. Okay, within 48 hours. So you you might be running around to a few stores this year trying to find a little bit of Tamiflu. So it'd be good to have some. Yeah, a lot hand, of places right? are out. Yeah. And how long do flu symptoms last, doctor? Um, typically about seven to 10 days. You know, most viral upper respiratory infections are more in the three to five day range, but flu tends, as I said, tends to be a little bit more severe and last a little bit longer. Okay. And are there some specific ways to help boost your child's immune system that you recommend to your patients? There certainly are a lot of ways that, that the people talk about, like vitamin C or airborne or um, different different supplements. Um, really, when it comes down to it, that none of those have been shown to do much good unless you happen to be deficient in some vitamin or nutrient at baseline. What I always recommend is just good nutrition, good hydration, uh, and plenty of rest. And exercise too, right? And exercise, of course. Yeah. Is there anything else you want parents listening right now to know about this particular flu season or the flu in general? Yeah. Um, 
you know, we've talked about the, ver- the kind of the specific criteria when you should um, come in to be seen and what you should be looking out for. But, uh, you know, in real life, uh, none of these things fit into a perfect box or cookie-cutter pattern. So if parents are at all concerned, um, you know, that's, the, that's why you establish a good relationship with your primary care doctor so that you can call in with concerns um, and, expre- and express those and, and talk about it and figure out when would I need to, you know, come in, what would be the best time for my uh, particular child. And then the only other thing that I would emphasize is that, you know, this, this year people have been waiting to hear how bad the season is uh, to see if they need to get um, immunized or not. Um, and, you know, you may have heard that actually this year it's been so bad that some, some children have, have died. And the most of the people who have died have been the ones who have not been immunized. So there's, there's really no reason to wait. Um, you should, if you haven't gotten your flu shot, you should get it right away. I was going to say, it's not too late for this season, correct? Absolutely not. And prevention is always better than treatment. I remember I was about eight and I had the flu and I was, you know, on the couch with an Afghan. My teeth were chattering and, you know, my mom brought me some ginger ale and and I said, Mom, when am I going to die? And she said, what do you mean? She goes, and I said, well, George Washington died of the flu, so I assume I'm going to die too. And she said, no, not everyone dies from the flu. But it might be good to have a little talk with your kids about this because, you know, they read things in the history books, and you know, and the flu used to be quite often fatal. And that's just not the case anymore with our vaccinations. Absolutely. It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it can be a scary illness. So um, the more knowledge you have about it, uh, the better. Talk to your kids, establish a great uh, relationship with your pediatrician. And if you want to find a Memorial Care Medical Group pediatrician, you can visit www.memorialcare.org slash medical group. Thank you so much, Dr. Morley, for being on the show today. We really enjoyed your perspective. Oh, thanks for having me. Be well. And for more info or to listen to a podcast of this show, just go to memorialcare.org. That's all for this time. I'm Deborah Howell. Have yourself a terrific day.